Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. The child victim's filing window is now open. Yes, there are priests in the Diocese of Buffalo with allegations against them who are continuing to serve. I know every priest is not a pedophile, but where are they? Their silence is only protecting the bishop and protecting everything that's going on. This is not what my church stands for. This is not the church I believe in. I believe in Christ and his teachings. And it so deeply disturbed me to see what was going on inside the chancery. An emotional and a powerful day for sure. Historic, too. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. The filing window resulting from the New York Child Victims Act opened and dozens of suits have already been filed against the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo and thousands across New York State against other dioceses, schools, and institutions. It is indeed a tipping point, and it is also overwhelming the state's court system. Multiple voices to hear from on the podcast today, and we'll begin with the newest development as it was disclosed on WBEN Wednesday morning. I think surprisingly to some folks. Abuse survivor and advocate James Faluzek telling us about five additional suits that will be filed soon, two involving deceased members of the clergy in Buffalo, and two suits to be filed against two current members of the Diocese of Buffalo. We are prepared to file against Father Paul Nagaro, who is living and currently serving at St. Stephen's Church in Grand Island, New York. He is alleged to have sexually molested our client while that client was a student at St. Mary's of Sorrows Church. Perhaps shockingly, because Father Peter Popadick was the long-serving secretary to Bishop Edward Head. He is living and currently serving at St. Aloysius Gonzaga Parish in Buffalo. And in our filing, we are alleging that he sexually molested our client while he was a freshman at Bishop Fallon High School. And fifth, uh, still living but no longer in ministry, is Franklin J. Tuckles, who over multiple years is alleged to have sexually molested our client, beginning again at St. Mary of Sorrows Church, but extending to multiple locations, including what was then St. John Vianney Seminary, now Christ the King Seminary, in various churches and, and private residences. And so while we go to some form of trial and seek discovery uh, of these matters, uh, our information and belief up to this point suggests that yes, there are priests in the Diocese of Buffalo with allegations against them who are continuing to serve. Are these allegations that you just mentioned something that you believe the diocese would have been aware of? I can't speak to that for a couple of reasons, but I think in in all of these cases, as I said, a year ago today, they released the grand jury report in Pennsylvania. And if you bracket out 
what Father Martin did to me or the couple of other priests who, who tried to groom me and also abuse me, if you factor that out of my testimony, I still gave the Attorney General of Pennsylvania the names of over 100 witnesses, perpetrators, uh, people who could attest to the testimony that I was offering. That was all information that I knew as a rank-and-file priest. Father Peter Popadick, having been so close uh, to Bishop Head, uh, who the revelations there of cover-up are extensive and and well-known now, um, he was not a rank-and-file priest. He was a a chancery secretary. Um, and, And I think most priests are aware of their brothers in in ministry who uh, have engaged in either some form of extracurricular activity outside of their vows, which sometimes has given cover to this criminal uh, activity that now we're seeking to redress as a result of the Child Victims Act. What is the... the where does this stand right now with these five? Are you filing a, a suit against the diocese over these five, or are you just naming them? What, where does that stand? Well, we are in the process of, of filing. Uh, that process began at 12.01 today, as we all know. And while we're not doing everything in a single batch, uh, everything that I've just spoken to you is part of this filing. And we are going to go to the mat to defend uh, the 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 needs of of our clients as as they seek to get more information and bring more about these priests to light so that perhaps other victims who are sitting by themselves in their suffering for decades at a time perhaps may now have the courage to finally speak up that these men in power have finally been named at the stroke of midnight the suits began to be filed it really is amazing to be able to meet the people who belong to the names I saw in the secret archives. Lights blazing inside the law offices of Steve Boyd, where diocesan whistleblower Shaban O'Connor was there to witness history as suit after suit was electronically filed. And they were never just names to me. I knew that those were people, those were lives. And they truly are my heroes. They did inspire me. Because I thought, this is not what my church stands for. This is not the church I believe in. I believe in Christ and his teachings. And it so deeply disturbed me to see what was going on inside the chancery. There was an emphasis on the financial and legal preparations, but there was no thought given to those who have already suffered so greatly. And I thought, if there's anything I can do to alleviate that suffering in any way, to validate them, to give them a voice. I wanted to do that, and I've never once regretted it. And I want to thank them for their courage and their resiliency. This is a victory, but it is a victory predicated on a tragedy. Many, many personal tragedies, the tragedies of families, of lives lost. There are many survivors who are not with us today, and I'd like to remember them. And for all of the family members, who also suffer with these brave survivors. I hope that this will be a time when they might feel, again, some validation, some measure of justice. They deserve all they can receive. And that they might know that they are not alone. For so long, they were alone. 
But now that more people know what they've gone through, I hope they will feel our support. Thank you to Steve and Stacy and to all those who do support them, like Judith and other advocates. Thank you to you, the media, for keeping this story in the spotlight. It really needs to be. And I would also ask now if I could please publicly urge Bishop Malone not to file for bankruptcy. Don't do that to escape discovery. There's going to be discovery in the life to come. It would be better for you if it has begun in this life. Thank you. Before the filing window opened, it was an emotional scene at many law firms across New York State as victims of alleged abuse were anticipating their filings. This, my journey started a long time ago in Steve Boyd, 1994, did a story for myself. And inside the offices of Steve Boyd's firm in Williamsville, the survivors said their piece. And it was because Bishop Head came out and called us all faceless, nameless people. And that day it snapped. I had to come forward and tell my story to try to protect other, other children from going through this. And I'm really grateful to have this opportunity. And just because we all stand here together, you don't have a clue what we all went through. Not just the abuse, but the destruction that we may have caused to our families. And you all have to think about that when you look at this big story. Thank you, and send it all back to you. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Mike Whalen, if you could step forward, Mike. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Um, I didn't realize that stepping forward um, last year would cause all of this. this broke open and it's huge and I'm thankful that I was able to have the courage to come forward and do this to help so many people so many survivors voices that haven't been heard and so many out there that still haven't been heard and um, I'm just thankful to be here and to have Steve and everybody around here to uh, you know really help me go forward with this. It, it's been a long time in the making, 40 years for me, so thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Kevin Caselli. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. I, I appreciate it, and thank you to the press for, for being here and caring enough to, to listen to us. Um, what Michael did, what Shaban did, what I'm in awe of everyone that's up here, because we have a story to tell, and what was done to us is so wrong. I always, I lived by one thing when I came out three years ago and finally told my wife, and nobody ever knew. I buried it for over 40 years. My parents who are no longer here never knew at all. My, my friends didn't know. You know, we, we learned to cope with what happened to us and fool the world. We became master manipulators and liars and, and nobody ever knew what was going on because we were good at saying, oh yeah, we're okay. We're just, you know, I don't talk much. I'm just quiet. Um, but after bearing it and coming forward now and, and, and having an understanding and this is what was said, you don't understand the symptoms that we go through. The abuse was just one small part of it and I'm not diminishing it at all but it's what happens to us afterwards. The ancillary damage that is done to our family, friends, coworkers, everyone that's out there. The connections that we never made because we don't know how to connect with people. We don't want relationships. We want to live in isolation. 
we've missed opportunities. I'm not going to allow that to happen anymore. None of us are. We finally have our day. I live by one thing now. Three years ago, I said to myself, I'm always going to ask myself one question, what is the right thing to do? The right thing for, to do for all of us is to come forward and, and, and see this through. You know, where's the bishop? Where are the priests? Where are all the good, other good priests, quote unquote, that are out there? I know every priest is not a pedophile, but where are they? Their silence is only protecting the bishop and protecting everything that's going on. So they're just as much to blame. They can't go up there every single Sunday and preach how to be moral and truthful and do the right thing to everyone and then yet support that institution and not do a darn thing. Come on, I'm not gonna let that happen anymore. I'm doing this, yes, for me, but I'm also don't want this to happen to any other children out there. And that's why this is super important to continue to, to fight this cause and fight what's right and do the right thing. If you ask yourself, what is the right thing to do? It isn't about being quiet. It's not about covering up and protecting. You can't answer that question unless you do the right thing and come forward and make a change. That's what we're all going to be doing here. In-depth coverage of the filings is at WBEN.com and we'll continue to cover the flurry of legal activity stemming from the Child Victims Act as the window remains open for an entire year. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.